Thanks for listening and tuning this uh, this afternoon, noon to two. I'm always here. And Mike is here. You remember Mike? Mike started here at the station on my show. Somehow I break them all in. Everybody starts with me. <laughs> and then winds up going on to greener pastures. <laughs> but anyways, I appreciate you picking up so that uh, Ellie could go of to course. Vegas. So that's pretty cool. Tomorrow is going to be a nuts day, you know. Yeah. Uh, because you got the coronation. Mm-hmm. And then you got the derby. Yep. So it's gonna be a lot of talk. As to, have to you got down. you got all your notes and all your snippets mm-hmm. done and stuff? Ready to go. Oh, that's a, that should be cool. <laughs> but yeah, that's gonna be a huge, huge. I I saw not the actual coronation. Yeah. I didn't realize it was on because I did wake up at about four thirty and oh, okay. I, I would have been seen it. Sure. You know, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so then um, I turned I turned the TV on. I want to say it's about six thirty seven. And anyway, and it's just like, oh, man. But it, I can't imagine the people there. I know. And then all that pomp and circumstances, it's just like unbelievable. And I was so glad that Harry got to go. That yeah, he did definitely. Go, even though I felt bad he didn't go out on the balcony. Mm-hmm. But, oh, well, it is what it is. That's Lori and Julie's show and everybody else's show. There you go. Alexis and all them. Okay, where am I at? Oh, wrong door. <laughs> elephant <laughs> joke. Yeah. Okay, what did the elephant do when she hurt her toe? I have no idea on this one. She called the tow truck. Oh. She called the tow truck. There you go. There you go. Okay. Okay, hey, you got a question? Give a holler. 651-641-1071. 651-641-1071. We got some open lines. Who's up? Yeah, we mentioned uh, Christy. She's got an issue or has a uh, four-year-old golden retriever that is uh, barking and going wild with the neighbors. All right. Here we go. Hey there. How you doing? Hi, Katie. Thanks for taking my call. Well, thanks for calling. Yeah. So I how thought, old is uh, your, how old is your golden? Uh, four. He'll he'll be five in August. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. And so now you have a fenced-in yard. What's going on? Um. Yep. My yard is fenced in, and uh, and when we go outside, it's when the neighbors walk by with their dogs. Okay. It um, um, he barks excessively and runs up and down the the fence line. Okay, now do you have a real so do you have a real I, fence or do you have underground? Do you have a real f- fence or do you have underground fencing? No, real fence. Okay, okay, sounds good. And so he he barks excessively and runs up and down the fence line. Okay. And so I tried a citronella collar. Okay. And that worked for a little bit. Okay. And then last year I actually ordered a shock collar, okay. and I never had the heart to use it, so I didn't <laughs> ever use that. Okay. And so I just pretty much go try to catch next to him and and grab him and, you know, s- settle him down. But he literally knocked me off my feet a couple times. I mean, he's 95 pounds. Oh, my. And he's so excited. Uh-huh. So um, now I'm looking at should I get a bark muzzle for him? No. Um, uh, let's see. Because the biggest thing, now, when you go for walks with him, uh, how does he walk on a leash? Oh, he likes to stray, but he's he he minds really well, so I just keep him pulled in. And okay. He does pretty well. Okay, but now do you walk? But, like... but he gets very excited when he sees another dog. It's a whole okay. Story. Okay, and so then now, do you use? Are you using a harness? Or are you using a training collar? A gentle leaner. Leader. Okay. Okay, and now when you go for a walk, then um, is the collar is your leash loose, or is there tautness to it? Um. I, I think there's tautness to it. Okay, I, I, I guess I would right. say. Okay, and now, um, the, the does he walk politely at your side, or are you letting him scan a little bit in front of you? I, 
I'm trying to keep him at my side. He wants to stay. Okay. Um, but, you know, he he pretty much sticks to my side. Okay, but the leash is taunt, right? Right. Yeah, right. see, that's not, you're holding him, you're restraining him. You're not teaching him anything. Okay, and so the thing is, is what what goes through the leash is what you present. And so the thing is, is what he needs to learn is to walk on a loose lead with you as a team. So he starts seeing you as a team member and listening to what you have to say. Okay, so like if he's starting to run the fence line, hey, that's enough. Come on. He'll drop it and come back to you. Okay, but he doesn't he just used to. You kind of just restraining him, not training him. And so he's used to doing his own thing and kind of just blowing through what you have to say. Okay, there's not much of a team. Now, obviously, in the house, he's probably your best bud. But when you're outside and there's distraction, okay, that tells you right, right away. When there's distraction, the dog doesn't listen, that you're not, you're not, you don't have a team. Okay, the dog is a dog and you're the dog and you're the human. And the, the two are not working together as a team. And so that's okay. why what you've got to learn to do is we've got to teach you whether you want to use the gentle leader. That's fine. But what you do is you don't restrain. You give it, if he tries to go ahead, you bring your hand back and then release it. You know what I mean? You don't bring it backwards and hold it. And then if he tries to go forward, did you just kind of give a little tap, tap? You know, like, uh-uh, uh-uh. So that when, because when you walk with a gentle leader and the dog, let's say, shoulder is by your left leg, okay? Right. There should be a J in the leash, where there is no, no, from the hook, where it hooks onto the gentle lead, where it comes down and the J comes up. That tells you there's no pressure whatsoever on that gentle leader, all right? And that's what you've got to work for, not to restrain him. Okay, so and then by, ah, 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 heel, let's go, very nice, oh, very nice. Every time you stop, sit, you ask him to, every time you stop, you ask him to sit, and then after a while, he should automatically sit when you stop. You just need to start getting some manners so that he doesn't get so over, he's, you know, he's just going over the edge, because he's used to doing it, because usually you probably start screaming at him, you know, knock it off, quiet, and the dog is like, come on, Ma, let's all yell together, all right? You're, you're stirring the pot with him instead of calming yeah. the pot. No, no, we actually just stop. I have them stop and calm down, like when other dogs are walking by, mm-hmm. and just have, and we just sit there. Okay. And I. But see, when you but you're holding them tight, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah, so you can't do that. But he gets very excited when he sees another dog. Right. So what you need to do is be trained how to get the best out of him and use that collar correctly, so that he okay. listens to it, so that you don't have any pressure whatsoever. And see, the general leaders have their, um, in the training world, have their purpose, okay? But the thing is, is that, um, I'm sure you've seen this, when you take the lead off, it's almost like the dog's eyeballs pop out of his head, I'm free! Because they don't have it over his nose anymore. And so then he's just kind of like, now he thinks he can do whatever he wants, because you can't do a darn thing about it. And so that's why... Well, I just bought, is it Suppet or Supet? Um, collar after listening to one of your shows a few weeks ago. Okay. Um, collar. Okay. And so I was thinking about switching to that. Okay. Yep. Try different. But there again, you it has you have to give a pop, a bump. The collar has to be totally loose when the dog is paying attention and working for you. Okay. You don't restrain. You've got to give it a pop. There's a reaction. Dogs learn from uh, uh, if they do this, that happens. If they do that, that this happens. They learn by okay. trial and error. And you have to have the words. You can't just pop the collar and not say anything. Or whatever you're walking where it is. Heel. Okay? And so then the, your arms should be relaxed at your side. And that's the whole thing about walking any dog, especially if they kind of like get wah factor, is just to be calm. 
and just steady and you just relax. And it's really hard to do. But like you say, sometimes when you stop and pull it over to the side, that's fine. But then that, that collar has to be loose. It has to be totally released. So you're, he truly is relaxing and so are you. It can't be any tautness to that leash or into, into that collar. Okay. Which, 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 uh, well, either collar, collar whether you use I a gentle leader, use. whether you use a gentle leader, any collar, any training collar, all t- okay. collars should be totally loose because dogs learn by trial and error. And so okay. that's, that's the whole thing. Cause you shouldn't have to, your goal is that you could just put a buckle collar on them and go for a walk and you've got total control of the situation and the collar is totally loose. Uh, the leash is totally loose. But the minute you taunt up on the collar, then you send a message to the dog. There's something that you're, you're winding up the problem is what you're doing. Cause you're not relaxed. You're tense. You've got to be relaxed. And I know that's hard to say how to. For you to think of but anyway but like i said you can always set up a, a lesson with me up at katie's canine you know in hugo and, well, I can, and this will help with the barking at the you bet because okay the... yeah because getting because the whole thing is he doesn't see you much as a leader and work as a team so the thing is is that it's kind of like i'm just gonna go do my own thing and here i'm gonna decide to bark at that person now when you built the team then he's gonna listen like when you say ah, ah quiet come here he's gonna drop it and come back to you Okay, and another thing to do is that if you when you could get walked nicely on the leash, you set the dog up. You have somebody come over, come by the house with their dog about, you know, let's say on one o'clock and then you're going to be outside and you're going to walk on the other side of the fence with him or you're just going to stay in there. You know, whereas uh uh-uh, oh, okay. leave it, uh uh-uh, leave it. And so then that he's willing to work as a team. And so the whole thing, leave it means leave it alone. It's no concern of yours. Okay. And you just keep setting him up to pretty soon it's, he's not reactive anymore. You know, it's just kind of like, yeah, whatever. Nah, I'll go see what mom's doing. <laughs> but he's he's made a game out okay. of it, you know, racing after him, barking at him, and blah, blah, blah. You know, so does he have any play buddies? Uh, yeah, he he does oh, have good. a play buddy we go and do play dates with. Oh, good, 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 good. And then good. I take him once in a while to doggy daycare, but I actually feel like that's been detrimental. Yes, you don't want to do... the yep. dogs just jump all over yep. each other. Oh, exactly. Yep, they, t- they, they they learn to be a dog, which is nuts, okay? So I would not go to daycare or dog parks and just work on the relationship between you and the dog. And that's what, to yeah, getting him to look to I you. Feel. Yep, getting him to look to you for direction, walking a leash nice, respond to... And he listens very, very well, but he gets so... Just, when someone's walking by right and so that's you know, what, that, and you sh- and you it's will hard to stop them yeah but you'll be able, you'll be able to control him of that by working with it first get him walking on a leash not leash loose leash nicely and then start setting him up so that you're calm he's calm when people go by ah uh-uh, leave it oh very nice very nice by you being calm that's going to help him be calmer okay 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 and then one thing you could try i just got this new collar that you talked about that okay. day and you suggested the brand yep. so i think i'll try that okay yep so you make sure it's loose you don't want it snug okay 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 give it a shot and you can give me holler at the show or you know uh, call me up katie's canines okay 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 good, good luck thanks kiddo. so much for the help oh you bet bye-bye bye-bye <laughs> sorry went over time let's be me how do you know when there's an elephant in the refrigerator how do you know when there's an elephant in the refrigerator be back Hello, thank you for staying with the KDK9 show. All right, how do you know when there's an elephant in your refrigerator? The door won't shut? Ding, 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 <laughs> the door will not shut. That's a no-brainer. <laughs> so anyway, you know why the elephant uh, bought tennis, tennis, 
tennis shoes. Ooh, why? Because 90s were too small and 11s were too big. <laughs> That's, That's my funny, my most favorite uh, uh, well, when I used to bartend, I used to have, no. I used to be just a joke encyclopedia, but when you don't use it, you lose it. Sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, next Monday or next Sunday is Mother's Day. Yes. And so please think ahead here. And uh, luckily, I did. And so, um, but anyway, the, in Mother Days is just isn't mothers of two legged kids. It's mothers of four legged kids also. Or if you have kangaroos, it'd be a two-legged kid. But anyway, <laughs> so um, uh, yeah, so please remind, remember that, and uh, hopefully you can do something kind for uh, the mothers of two-legged and four-legged kids. You know, and the thing is, is that as a mom of just one, well, I inherited two, but anyway, uh, but the thing is, is that uh, they will always be. You're always going to worry about them. You're always going to be there. And as we get older, as moms, we like experiences more than we want. Things. Sure. You know, I'm not a big flower person. I love uh, white, right, like Shasta daisies and red carnations together with baby breath. That's my favorite because they last for a while, too. It's not just, you know, you get a, a, in four days, it's gone, you mm-hmm. know. But anyway, but I, I don't like the flowers. But I, the thing is, is that I'd rather have, take me out to lunch. You know, take me down to ride the carousel at Como Park. Just say, get on it, and you don't have to get off until here's all the tickets for you to keep going and going <laughs> and going. You know, so just I think outside the box. It doesn't always have to be flowers. You know, it could just be, or something just saying, hey, we're bringing dinner over. Let's sit down and, you know, chit-chat and stuff like that. That is, to me, is more, well, my daughter can't do that. She lives in Alaska, so she can't just pop in and say, hey, let's have a pizza. <laughs> but anyway, so that's the whole thing. Remember that, folks. It's not just, uh, you know, about getting trinkets and more stuff because I'm trying to get rid of stuff. The layers of the onions are trying to go away. So for Mother's Day, of both two-legged and four-legged, you'll give them an experience. I, I think that's better than to take them to eat for some place that you've been to. Never go to a place that you haven't been to. And you're just as surprised as they are, like how bad it was. <laughs> and so the thing is, take them to a place that you might have really liked and then they've never experienced. Um, you know, take them to Pepin, Wisconsin and go to the pickle factory or whatever. But the whole thing is just, yeah, just something. And, and like I say, moms and dads just appreciate the time spent because the kids get busy. So the, to do something with. So just remember that it's not, you know, it's not about what. The, like experience, I'm sending you on a cruise. Well, they lose on that because I wouldn't go to on a cruise to save my butt. <laughs> <laughs> you know, somebody gave me a free cruise or a free trip to go any place in the world. Sure, I give it to somebody that I know that would truly enjoy it because I would not. I'm uncomfortable just coming here. No, <laughs> okay, who's up to bat? Uh, we have got uh, Frank on the line, and uh, he's got a Chihuahua that's dealing with some coughing issues. Oh no! Hey, Frank, how you doing? Not too bad. Better than my my pooch. Okay, how before about these damn chihuahuas? Yeah. uh, (laughs) This one here now he's developed a cough. It's not kennel cough. Um, I guess it's probably the collapsing trachea that these smaller breeds. Not um, necessarily. How old is it? How old is the dog? But was he about thirteen? Thirteen. Okay. Okay. And then, like, when does he cough? How often? Um, well, when he gets excited, you know, he, he barks and he'll cough, uh, he coughs more frequently now than he had, what would you say, uh, at least once an hour? Oh, okay. And how is it like a hack or actually from the lungs cough? Uh, it sounds like he's trying to cough something up. Oh, okay. Okay. Eggs, yes, as the wife says. Okay. Have you brought him in to have it checked out? 
Yep, and uh, really all they did, uh, they said a number of things. Could be heart disease, could be this, could be that. Yep. And they gave me uh, some kind of a pain pill. Oh, well. Huh. Yeah, because when when a dog starts coughing, it can be heartworm, it can be uh, congestive heart failure, uh, and it can be, like you said, uh, the um, uh, whatever you call it, tra- uh, collapsed trachea. Well, yeah. How how uh, how many pounds is he? Well, I guess he's probably about the same ten pounds. Eight, yeah, about about ten pounds. Now, 10 be pounds. realistic. Is he overweight or is he good weight? No, he's, no, he's uh, he's good weight. He's pretty solid. Okay. Okay. Because, like I say, weight overweight has a lot to do with that, also too. You know, especially his heart and lungs and, and stuff like that. So you want this dog as lean as possible is what you want. No, he's 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 definitely not overweight. Okay, okay. And so um, now, because the only way you're going to find out exactly what it is is to do some tests. That's the only thing. And like I say, it could be heart, you know, heart congestive heart failure, and then like I say, a class trachea collapse trachea. And I understand that all takes money. I get that. And so, like I say, I'm not a vet, but the thing is, is that what is he eating? Is uh, what is he eating? What is he eating? Uh, right now, we've been feeding him like uh, chicken, hamburger, nice. the dry food. His teeth are getting kind of bad, so that's kind of tough for him to eat the dry food. Yep. No, you don't want to. You don't want to give him dry food dry. You're going to rehydrate it. What what's what brand name of the dry food are you feeding? What was that stuff we always buy him? Nutra. The Nutrisource. Neutral. Yeah, neutral source. Okay, neutral source. N U T R O. No, that's neutral. Okay. Neutral. Nutri source, N U T R I source. Pet foods is made in Peru, Minnesota. It's a higher quality dog food. But a dog this age and this small, I would consider uh, trying to go a little bit more natural with him just to kind of give him himself and his immunities and that a bigger boost. Like do some uh, formulated raw. Go to like um, Pet Evolution, Ansel Pet Supply, go to the freezer section. Because a dog that okay. small doesn't take much to to eat, okay. And then there's like dehydrated. You know, like Bravo has got a beef and a chicken, and that is uh, like army rations where you just uh, rehydrate and then feed, okay. Because this dog shouldn't be getting any dry matter to eat between his teeth. And then, like I say, what's going on if it's is his throat? But if it's congestive yep. heart failure, then by feeding, changing him to better stuff, that's going to help his congestive heart failure to a degree. To a degree. It's not going to cure it, okay? And so that's why but a better diet and such like that. Um, uh, Dr. Jessica Levy, the holistic vet, you know, that she might have some remedies or some standard process stuff that you could put him on to help his immune system. Do you have him on any um, any uh, supplements at all? No. Okay. No supplements. Okay. Uh, yes. if, yeah. Okay. So you can go to primalpooch.com. Primalpooch.com. I just mentioned that earlier. And that they'll tell you, they'll show you how to either cook for the dog or do raw or whatever type thing. Because by upping the, uh, the, the, the diet, and remember, you're feeding now like steak and lobster, so you're not going to feed much because this is real potent. You know, the, all this stuff is potent. Show you how to cook yep. for the dog and then and do things like that. And so the whole thing is, is that, uh, like I say, with uh, uh, there's just so many things like a standard process to do. Do you want to hold on? we got to run to a break. So Can you hold on for a sec? Sure. Okay, thanks. Okay. Wasn't paying attention. I got into the thoughts here. Okay. What did the teacher, why did the teacher wear sunglasses in her classroom? Why did the teacher wear sunglasses in the classroom? Uh, 
Hello, we're winding down. We're winding down. Why did the teacher wear sunglasses in a classroom? Those students were just so bright. Ding, 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 ding. There you go. All right. Okay. Yeah, boy, you're going to have a long day tomorrow, boy, with all that. <laughs> but anyway, okay, who, uh, we'll just go back to Tawawa. All right, Frank. Yep. Hey, Frank, how you doing? Okay, the best thing yep. to do is that now, how long has it been becoming more frequent? Uh, probably within, what, the last week or so, trees? No. Yeah, well, it's got progressively worse. We had taken him to the doctor a number of months ago. Okay. And again, they said a number of things. And so there, uh, there was no conclusion it, to what exactly what do you didn't run any tests to see how his heart is doing. They gave him um, blood work and other things, and the pills that they gave him was hydrocodone for cough suppression. Okay. But and how, again, go ahead. You know, they, they said it could be a number of things, and they did suggest doing a whole bunch of tests. Um, they did a little blood work at the time, if I remember correct, and that didn't really tell me much of anything. So apparently there was no heart disease at that time. Okay. Um, and she actually said, like I said, most likely the collapsed trachea thing. Okay. Well, so my concern is in reading on that is apparently that continues to get that tissue continue to get soft. Yep. And what should we do other than... What you had already suggested, don't feed the dry dog food. Yeah, don't feed any dry food. It's always going to have moisture to it, okay? But the thing is, there are some supplements that can help him overall, and that, like I said, Dr. Jess, um, but uh, she won't be on until the... You can try emailing her um, at holistic-vet-care.com. But I just can't believe with the blood work, they didn't come up with some kind of program for you other than here. You know, because if the only reason you're not going to have them cough if it's a problem in the lungs itself, right? If it's yeah. a heart, or, or you know, like if the if the lungs has a cold, that's what you you know you get things to keep you from coughing, correct? So you don't cough your correct. lungs out, right? So this the thing is, I can't understand why they gave you anything without a, a true di- diagnosis. Is it a trachea or is it the heart? That's the thing. Well, yeah. Again, they gave me heart or the hydrocodone, whatever it was, for cough suppressant. Yep. Mentioned a number of things. Um, first reason I went him in there because his teeth are kind of bad, mm-hmm. um, and they were saying that that could possibly lead to the the heart conditions, yes, definitely, but not yeah. so much the cough. Right. So again, reading up on it right now, he's definitely got the cough. It's definitely gotten, uh, in my opinion, worse than what it was when I took him in the first time. Okay. Uh, more frequent. Okay. And just looking for what I should so do. So I don't know what kind of, well, you know, you can always use the internet. I don't trust it a lot of times. You know, find out that a class collapsed trachea, read up on it. Or call your vet. I don't know what kind of relationship you have with your vet. Say, you know what, can we re, re- go over what you did? Okay. And yeah. then what would be my next step here? Do, do, uh, that, give me, I need, I think I need some more information and more understanding of the situation. And so that's what I would do, okay? Because you haven't had anything definite. Well, here, try this, try that. But you know, the, but in the blood work, well, see, uh, Mike Gilligan had, um, you know, uh, whatever you call it, yeah, uh, congestive heart failure. See, and they had to do an EKG, you know, what I mean, on him, you know, to check and see where his heart was at. And so yep. that's that's how you're going to find out if that. Yes, I know it costs money, 
You know, as far as uh, that collapsed trachea, I have never had to deal with that myself, so I'm not very versed on that. Okay. So that you have to, you know, look up or talk to your vet about, okay, what are the symptoms, the signs, what are, what do I need, you know what I mean, other than more. And see, well, if you go to holistic-vet-care.com, see, Jess does, Dr. Jessel does all natural stuff, you know, with remedies and try to boost the immune system and such like that. And see, now, um, but like I said, with my Gilligan, can digest congestive heart failure i kept you know he lived to be about a little over more than two years but with the supplements that i had on had him on and stuff you know he got two more years out of the situation so that's what you just got to do is do your homework and then make the plan and go from there okay well i got those uh primalpooch.com and the other one uh so my takeaway is uh check those Yep. Check with the vet. And you can also, and, there's uh, a couple, you know, dog. Yeah, there's dogsnaturallymagazine.com. Dana, she writes for that. Dogsnaturallymagazine.com. And then there's also healthypets.mercola.com. Healthypets.mercola.com. And what you do is just put in congestive heart failure. Put in collapse trachea and just started gathering your info so and then go from there okay because if it's getting worse that fast mercola like the uh healthy pets dot mercola dot com mercola is m-e-r-c-o-l-a oh m-e-r-c-o-l-a healthy pets dot mercola dot com so what you're doing is a fact-finding mission okay yep okay good luck keep me posted okay thank you much you betcha bye-bye yeah, that's a tough, and, and like I say, I get it, the, the vets are so overloaded, a lot of them, they don't take the time, unless you have the questions, you know, to, you know, they think they explained it good enough, but yeah. it's just like with me and dog training, sometimes I'm in a hurry, I skip over some of the simple, like, you know that, so I don't have to explain that to you. Well, sure. turns out, no, you didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I should explain more. <laughs> so that's why, like I say, you just got to use it. Okay, where are we at here? Okay. We've got Sally up, and she's got a five-month-old foster that uh, is just loving knocking his bowl over. Uh- Hello. Hi there. How you doing? Good. We have um, a five-month-old foster. What kind? Well, she's from the res, and we think she is. She looks like a, you know, really white lab. Okay. And with some like German shepherds. Okay. And she does like to talk sometimes, so maybe there's some husky in her. I don't okay. know. Okay. Okay. And what's she doing with the water bowl? Um. She almost swims in it. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Take it apart. Yeah, I can see that. They do have water bowls that suction cup to the ground. Okay. Okay. They have water bowls, water dishes that suction cup to the bottom, to the floor, so the dog can't tip it over or can't lift it up. So but she claws at it. Like- mm-hmm. Okay. So then the only other thing, uh, now, how long have you had her? Uh, one month. Oh, one month? Okay. Now, are you adopting her or just fostering her? No. Right now, it's fostering. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I know that song. But anyway, okay. So the thing is, is that now, has she gotten more into playing with her water in the bowl? Or is she, what are you, are you doing any kind of training, like making her mentally busy? Uh, well, she's um, afraid of everybody right now. Okay. She's just getting used to me being able to just pet her and stuff. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah. Okay. So, but she's definitely playing in the water. Like, she attacks it. Like, she's looking for something in there, like okay. a fish or something. And, okay. Yeah. Well, now that the weather warms up, I can get her a kiddie pool and let her have at it. 
Okay. We have one in the front. Yeah. Oh, good, good, good. But then, then, like I say, I would offer her water, but not put the water down for her to play in to make a mess in the house. All right. And then outside, you can uh, try, you know, burying a bucket that you just learned to fill. But then the problem with that, you can't really clean it out. Because if she digs at it with her paws and, and her mouth. Yes. Okay. Yep. So that's, yeah, you're kind of, there's a sticky wicket in there, you know, whereas now if you um, would, you know, first you need the book. You ready for this? Write this down. First, you need the book. Rescue your dog from fear. Rescue your dog from fear. Oh, okay. By Swagger, S-W-A-G-E-R. You can get it online. It's about 14 bucks. That's going to be your Bible to bring this dog forward, okay? Three words that this dog does not want to hear is it's okay. It's not okay. Don't coddle. Look important, okay? And you're almost going to whisper to the dog, Rover, sit, and then give like a little scooch in her chest. You know, like a one or two finger scooch where the V is in the chest. You'll go down from the chin, the throat, down to the chest. And you'll feel where that, where the V is. And just give a one or two finger scooch in there and go, thank you. Anytime the dog shows fear, you're going to be the cheerleader. <gasps> what was that? What was that? Let's go check it out. Okay. Don't go because, oh, there, it's okay. Don't do that. To move this dog forward, you need this book. And then, uh, because what happens is the more confident you get into this, get into with the work with this dog, then what's going to happen is like when she starts to dig at the water, there, that's a strong no. <laughs> it's kind of, ah, ah, leave it. Ah, leave it. And then redirect, call her over. Oh, very nice. Redirect her onto something else. Try to right. Now she's zeroed in on the water and she just has a blast. She's, you know, something to entertain herself. And so that's why, like I say, what we want to be able to do is have her have enough faith in you and trust that you can call her off of things that she's not supposed to be doing. There's a reaction to her action. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so that's what we want to do is we want to work on that. But first we've got to build her confidence through training. You know, he'll sit down, stay calm. Yeah. And then we sit for a treat. Okay, yeah, we don't want trees, we want you, okay? And so the thing is, you ask her for a... just trying to chew on the uh, curtain. <laughs> oh, there you go. Okay, take a hair mister, a plant mister, uh-huh. fill it with water, set it on stream. And then now she dig it at the curtain and give her a deep growl, ah, blast her in the face as she's doing it, barking or at the curtain, and then say, leave right. it. Okay, leave it. If she's on the curtain, you can do it with the water, or you can, uh, you know, because uh, you may think, well, she likes to play in the water, how is that going to... You know, work. Well, the thing is, it's going to work because it's coming out of nowhere. She's not even near by the water dish. <laughs> and so you can try that. Ah, blast, you know, leave it. Or ah, blast, quiet. And then after five, six times, it's ah, quiet. Or ah, leave it. And if they don't, then the blast comes in. But now, if you're going to use treats, you got to phase it out. Let's say you ask her to treat or to sit. Okay, you've got the treat. Give her a tickle or a scooch in the chest first. You know, with the one or two finger, the pointer finger or the middle finger. And just go, thank you. Don't say good girl. That gets them all nutsy in the headsy. You want to be calm and steady. Give her a little scooch and call me. Say thank you. And thou, now give her the treat. Scooch first, treat second. And hopefully within about three, four days, you have you can get out of that treat where it's going to be scooch. And where you go to give the scooch and you put the treat back in your pocket. So she's, okay. not, so she's working for her, you, not for the treat. When you train dogs with treats... Okay, nobody yeah. phases them out, and so now the dog is working for the treat. They're not working for you. If you don't have the treat, they do a quick air sight, like, you ain't got nothing. Bye. And so that's <laughs> what, what you got to do is you got to phase it out. It's one thing to use it to get the dog's attention, but then, like I said, then it's going to be, you know, uh, uh, give the scooch first and then treat second. 
scooch first, treat second, scooch first, treat goes back into the pocket. Pretty soon it's scooch first and it goes back into the pocket. You know what I mean? So you're phasing the treat out and now the dog is working for your calmness. Thank you. Or very nice. And then for that scooch in the chest. All right. Instead of the treat. Okay. Because treats do have their place in the training world, but most people don't back them off. And so now the dog won't do anything unless you got a treat. We want to back it off and have the dog learn from, to work for us, all right, for our little scooch in the chin or in the chest or, or just the verbal thank you or thank very nice. So how do I do the scooch thing? It's in the, uh, take your pointer finger or your middle finger or both, you know, start at the throat, go down the chest and come down to the V in the chest. And okay. give a one or two finger scooch in the in the V of the chest, not in the throat, not in the chin, but in the chest where the V is. You'll feel it. Okay. okay. If she lets me get that close to her. Okay, but then don't go directly at her side profile. Come to her sideways. Don't come directly at her. Don't okay. reach towards her. Let tap your leg and have her come to you. Okay. And so then what happens if she does come in, then you can give her, put a little treat in your hat, cup it in your hand, and she can take the treat. But as a side profile to her is a calming signal, okay? And so that's why you really need this book. But anyway, so because um, so, you've got to do things the way the dog sees it to start gaining her confidence and her trust and and, and, yeah. and move her forward, okay? So anyway. Yeah, so it that's what seems you, like um, her brother, they said, seems like, they were probably just running wild on the res. Yep, yep, probably were. They don't know about people. Right, right. No, exactly. Okay, so give that a shot, but get that book. That will really help you, okay? Okay, thank you so much, You Katie. bet, kiddo. Take care. Bye-bye. Okay, bye. Okay, Tinkerbell, the fairy from Peter Pan, flies over Walt Disney World every night before the fireworks show start. True or false? Be back. All right, we're winding her down. And this is a Jason question. I'm sure he's yelling it at the radio. Okay, Tinkerbell, the fairy from Peter Pan, flies over Walt Disney World every night before the fireworks show starts. True or false? That's got to be true. Ding, 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 ding. Nice. You bet. Good old, good old uh, Tinkerbell. I never liked the movie Peter Pan. Oh, really? You know, no, I really didn't. Okay. I just... Probably because of bad boy tone or so. I don't know. I just never got into Peter Pan. You, you know, whether it was the live one, you know, or the, the cartoon one that Disney did. I don't know why. That's just one of my least favorites. So, anyway. Okay, let's take a quick last call. Yes, and she's been waiting very patiently. So, thank you so much to Dar. Got a new uh, puppy and has some questions about uh, potty training techniques. All right. Hi, Dar. How are you doing? Hi, Katie. Thanks for taking my call. Oh, thanks. I don't have my puppy yet. He's coming in three weeks. Okay, but, well, look um, at you. I'm impressed. I live in a condo, so I'm going to tr- start training with the indoor. It's called a Wheezy Pet. It's kind of neat. It, it, have you heard of it at yeah. all? Mm-hmm. Yep. It, it, what kind uh, of dog are you fl- getting? It flows down into a, uh, like a catheter bag. But I want to start with that, but I also want to do the outdoor training also, and I'm wondering if it would be too complicated for the dog to be training both ways. Yeah, you're double potty training. Me, I wish you luck. Uh, what kind of dog are oh, you getting? Okay. <laughs> it's a Cavapoo. Okay, and then how old would it be when you get it? 
It'll be eight weeks old. Okay. I know this is a tiny peanut. I get it. But you do well to just teach the dog, especially it's not winter. You take them outside, potty goes outside. Okay? It's up to yourself, yeah. but you're, what you're going to do by doing that, you're teaching them, okay, you can go potty in the house as long as you hit this. And now outside potty, you got to bring it. This is where our potty area is outside, okay? It takes potty yeah. training a little bit longer because, you know, they have to think of it. The big thing is, is the word, you know, you're going to say go potty, go potty, or get busy, get busy, whatever word you want to use, park it. <laughs> I don't know. But anyway, yeah. and so that that's what you want to do is teach them to, you know, remember my Ethel was 3.2 pounds. She that we you know oh. that you remember she was only um yeah she was well if we figured probably about sixteen when she left, but anyway and she would potty outside I didn't have no potty pads for her or anything like that you know potty went yeah. outside okay and so the thing is the little ones they have a hard time holding it because you know their their bladder is the size of a pea you know at the beginning yeah. but anyway but the bigger yeah. thing is the teacher what it's called and where it goes if you pick her up put her on a leash uh, you know even if she's inside put her on a leash. And put her in the a box or whatever, and then tell her what you want. Go potty. If she tries to get out, ah 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 ah, go potty. Very nice, very nice. And then when she's done, oh, that was good potty. Why she's still in there? She's just done. You can tell she's done. Then before she comes out, oh, that was good potty. Very nice. Don't remember. Don't say good girl. Okay, that gets small yeah. nutsy in the headsy. And then when you take them out to go potty, you know, go potty. I would try to err on the side of uh, not error, but. I would try to do as more often outside, and then your inside is backup. Okay, like on windy and rainy and clement days, that's when a lot of little dogs, especially even some big dogs, but mostly little dogs, don't want to go potty. You got to take them out more often, and the reason is because you know they're getting splashed, and then also uh, some people they'll teach the dog where they how um, the owner will hold an umbrella. You know, over them, so the dog learns. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so but the whole thing is, is that teacher what is called work goes, and then like I said, you don't give the dog any. You know, at eight weeks, she's going to be you know sleep a lot. Okay, and so okay. Um, the most time she's going to have to go potty is first thing when she wakes up in the morning, right when she wakes yeah. up after a nap, right when she gets done yeah. playing, and then about ten minutes or so after she gets to eat and drink it. Okay. Yeah. And so okay. the thing is, is that, but like I said, when you do that, like some people use piddle pads sometimes and some people, you know, just, uh, and then sometimes it's outside and sometimes the dog will make the transmission. That's why I would try the, the outside first, get her more regulated going outside and your inside is going to be the backup. All right. Yes. Okay. Got it. Okay. And then you, you. you just Thank make, you. and when you get her, you keep her in a kennel next to your bed. If you want to put yeah. her on a chair, you can do that, you know, where she's more high height. Okay. Do not bring her in bed oh, with you, okay? Because the first uh-huh. year, three, four nights are really tough when you get a new pup because they just mm-hmm. lost their mom. They just lost their litter. Who are you? Where am I, at? I'm scared, okay? Yeah. So um, yeah. the whole thing is, and if she, starts well, to, if she starts to whine, you just tap the kennel. Uh-uh, quiet, quiet. Because you're going to, you know, the first two weeks, they sleep quite a bit. Ten weeks, now they start coming around and start actually kind of learning a little bit more, Okay. Okay, that's good to know. Okay, what food are you going to feed? I I don't know yet. Um, I'm kind of at a, I don't know. Because they you send me home with some food, I know, and then what, what do you suggest? Well, if you're going to go the kibble route, definitely go, you know, Nutrisource. And they've got their small bite. Yeah, they got the small okay. bite formula. You can get the small bite formula, okay? Um, also, okay. like some formulated raw would be good. 
Um, and then, you know, like I say, but you always ease it in. Remember, she just got weaned from mom, so the system yeah. is getting digested. So whatever they send you home with, I would strongly suggest that you rehydrate it. Put what you're going to feed in the dish. Put hot tap or water, water on it for it so it to float. And then wait okay. about, uh, go back in about a half hour. It should be all, the water should be gone and the food should be wet. And then you sh- okay. she should be on probiotics, digestive enzyme, and some fish oil. Okay. 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 So that's what you want to do is rehydrate. But I would wean her, uh, rotate her in, in like over a week, week and a half into the new Nutrisource foods. Okay. 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 With that, with her old and new. Yep. You go like a quarter of the new to three quarters of the old. At four, three, four days okay. and 50 50. Just roll, watch All your right. doo doos. If your doo start getting sloppy, then just slow down on mixing the new stuff in. And then you'll get it. You'll figure okay. it out. Okay. I got to head out. Okay. You got any, other qu- so you got any questions? Bye-bye. Just give me a holler up at Katie's Canine, okay? Thank okay. you. And Mike, thank you so much. It was fun uh, of having course. you. Of course. Yeah. I love being uh, back. On the other side there. Mm-hmm. So that was so cool. And like I say, me, I wish you luck tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Lot to get to. It's yeah, going to be fun. I know. And all the snippets and stuff. How do you do that? Just go through the can and just pull out things? Or do they tell you things to pull out? Or uh, They've set it all up. So they kind of have a, a grid lined out on exactly what we'll be talking about and the different things. But uh, we've been hitting on the coronation all uh, last week. And we'll certainly be talking a lot about that this week, too. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Mm-hmm. definitely. Okay. I was just kind of wondering how you pick out snippings. I mean, sure, yeah. Do they pick it out or they rely on you to pick out the snippin? Or? Yeah, if they're like, yeah, if there's something that they're like, oh, we're talking about this topic, can you get some audio for it? Then I might do that or oh, they okay. usually put it in there. Oh, and that's find a lot it. of work. Yeah. I, I, I tip my hat to you, sir. <laughs> Thanks. I tip through your hat. So just answering the phones are just not as complicated. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to put snippets up. Sure. So anyway, and as usual, you can catch this show as a podcast. Go to mytalk1071.com. Go to the KDK9 show page. And thanks again, Mike. You did an awesome job, Esco. You got talent, kid. I'm <laughs> impressed. Anyway, and so, yeah, if you got any questions, give me a holler up at Katie's Canines or email me. Remember, go through my Katie Canine website and check out my Facebook, too. All at mytalk1071.com. You have a great week. And if you don't train them, don't blame them. We'll see you.